JD Talking Sports, drop the G. It is Monday, the day before Valentine's Day, February 13th, 2017. UConn women, 100 straight wins. 100! I'm speechless, man. Think about this. In the last, before tonight, last 99 games, the best team in football, the Patriots, were 77-22. and 22. Just, just let that ruminate. Let that marinate. Let that fester for a little bit. They won tonight 66-55 over South Carolina. They improved to 25-0. South Carolina fell to 21-3. Kenny Lou Samuelson, she was held to no points in the first half. Their leading scorer. She scores six. The big player, Gabby Williams, 26 points, 14 rebounds, four steals. Nafisa Collier, 18 points, nine rebounds. Asia Wilson led South Carolina with 17 points, five rebounds. Elena Coates, 10 points, 15 rebounds. And Crystal, Crystal Dangerfield, the first recruit ever from the state of Tennessee for Gino Oriema. She had 5.7 assists, two turnovers. She moves like the wind. How about that? Isaac, you got to go. I I got some amazing stats here I want to share with you. Okay. First of all, in the in the in the winning streak in the well going into in the hundred game winning streak, fifteen wins versus AP top ten. Fifteen. They're fifty seven versus top ten opponents. They are fifty seven and ten UConn since two thousand eight two thousand nine. 15 of those wins, as I just said, over the 100-game winning streak. Last loss was November 17, 2014, versus number 6, Stanford. November 17, 2014. They've won 16 straight versus top 5 opponents. And they are 113-46, wins, 46 losses all time. But think about that. 16 straight wins against top 5 opponents. Now, during the 100-game win streak, 98 wins by double digits. Both single digits wins were this year. They've allowed 65 points 88 times and allowed 30 points or less five times. It's a hell of a run, man. That is a hell of a run. UConn women, Gina Oriama, what you have built there. And it was cool seeing Sue Bird was there. Brianna Stewart, Maya Moore, and I was bl- the other girl who got drafted this year and I'm blanking on her name and I apologize for that but man and the crowd was into it guys had uh, no shirts on painted I mean it was great it was a great crowd there man they were into it they were throwing $100 fake $100 bills in the court I love the Oriam at halftime he's like you know I mean Carol was watching she was psyched it, it's great man It it's it's great it's great for basketball it's great for everything now right now West Virginia was beating Kansas at home. Kansas is down two with 33 seconds left. Louisville won in Syracuse, 76-72 in overtime. Man. Louisville improved to 21-5, and 9-4 in the ACC. Syracuse, who is in danger of maybe missing the tournament, 16-11, 8-6 in the ACC. And, I, you know, Fab Mello, a former... Syracuse Orangeman, who played in the NBA a little bit, he died in his sleep that day. Too young. Too young to die, man. I mean, you, you hear stuff like that, you're like, damn, that's that's too young. 
it sucks, man. It it really does. And another thing, I want to give a big shout out to Chantel Osohor, the second player in Washington women's basketball history, in program history for that matter, to have a thousand points and a thousand rebounds in her career. And she shoots this kind of like flat-footed three-pointer. It's pretty cool to watch. And they uh, went to Final Four last year. Now, UConn women are number one in the AP Top 25. And Drake women, congratulations to the Drake women entering the Top 25 for the first time at number 25 since 2001. Maryland's number two, Mississippi State number three, Baylor four, FSU five. FSU lost tonight at home to Texas in double overtime. And South Carolina is six. They're a good team, man. I mean, they went into... I love Dawn Staley as a coach, too, might I add. They're going to be okay. Now, men came out with the top 25. Gonzaga, only an undefeated team in D1 men. They're number one. Villanova's number two. Kansas, three. Baylor, four. Arizona, five. UNC, ten. And, and you know what? That's the thing. Baylor's number four. Well, they lost today to Texas Tech at Texas Tech which just uh, almost almost got the win against Kansas over the weekend. Keenan Evans led Texas Tech with 23. They're 17-9, 5-8 in the Big 12. Baylor falls at 22-4, 9-4. Terry, Terry Mason, career-high 22 points for Baylor. Man, it's just amazing. UConn, one, think about that, 100 wins in a row. I mean, it just, it, it, it flows off the paper even. I mean, that's, that's impressive. That's impressive. And all right, you Giant fan, let's go a little NFL. want to get to you Giant fans out there. Listen, Victor Cruz is no longer a Giant. 586 yards last year. Missed the 2000, missed the season before. 2012 Pro Bowler. He actually was out for almost, he got injured in 2000. Yeah, he hadn't played in over 18 months. He never came back last year. 2012 Pro Bowler. He was set to account for $9.4 million versus salary cap. They're going to save $7.5 million in cap space by releasing him, which they did today. He said, I pretty much grew up in front of the eyes of this organization. And he did. He had a great seven years with the Giants, had a hell of a career. They also released Rashad Jennings, the running back, that's another $2.5 million. They need it for the defense because they want to re-sign JPP. Well, and Jennings, come on. 181 carries, 593 yards, 3.3 yards per carry, three touchdowns. Guy's built like a Greek god. Man, he does not run like a Greek god. Also, they're not going to re-sign tight end Larry Donnell, who was in the doghouse. There was the game in England where he didn't get the first down, kind of went half-ass on a play. They sat him. I don't think he played much after that. He did a lot of stupid things. He would try to jump over people. He's done. 969 yards, nine touchdowns in four seasons with the Giants. Say la vie. Hey, Victor Cruz, I love the dance. I still remember that game against the Jets in the preseason. Everyone's like, who the hell's him? Well, he blew up. He had that Super Bowl. He had a Super Bowl catch. He's got a ring. He had a nice career here. Did a couple of fashion lines. I think his wife is his manager. Smart move. Keep it in the family. Keep it in the family. And you know what? Let's keep it in the NFL. I mean, if we could talk about the Giants, let's talk about the Jets. Ryan Clady is due is do a $1 million roster bonus on Wednesday as part of his two-year $17 million contract that he signed last April. 
Now, his $10 million this year is non-guaranteed. Total cap charge will be $10.5 million. He's missed 37 to 64 games. Last 64 games, that's not good. You don't want a guy around that's injury-prone. But the thing is, the left tackle market sucks. Number one guy is Bengals' Andrew Whitworth. He's 35. Clady's 31. They think maybe they can, Rich Samini thinks they can get him for $6 million this year to re-sign him. You have the backup would be Ben Igelana. He's a pending free agent. Now, it'd be a smart move to re-sign him. He's only 27, but he, if Clady's healthy, no one compares him. And this is a guy who played basically with one arm for a few games. He tried to play through a torn rotator cuff. He's a tough son of a bitch if he can get back the way he was, but he's really injury-prone, really injury-prone. You know, what are you going to do? Oh, they're tied. They're going into overtime. Kansas and West Virginia going into overtime as we speak. And Brandon Marshall on Tom Brady said he's not the best player ever. Hey, you know what? He's entitled to his opinion. Stephen A. Smith went off on him. Who gives a shit? You know, it's his opinion. You know what he says? He he does no quarterbacks. Yeah, You know what? Stephen A. Smith, you know what? I, sometimes I feel like, you know, let's go out there and try to catch a goddamn ball. You know what? We wouldn't be able to do it. A little hard on these guys. You know what? He, he's entitled to his opinion. He he's not, doesn't have to love them. I wonder, I'd like to know who is, who is the best player in his opinion. That's what I'd like to know. Also, former Browns cornerback, Kawan Williams visited the team this week. Ten starts in two seasons before missing last year with an ankle injury. They actually uh, had a little bit of a discrepancy, the Browns and him. They wanted him to see a doctor. You know, they they were arguing over if the ankle was really hurt, and he ends up, he missed the whole season. Hey, Browns gave up on Taylor Gabriel. We know what he did with the Falcons. Maybe it'll luck will run off this time on the Jets. And also you have to worry about cornerbacks because you don't know about Revis. Buster's Buster Screen, if he returns, best suited for a slot corner, but a lot of penalties against him. And then Marcus Williams is a restricted free agent. So who knows? Who knows what's going to happen on the Jets front? Hey, and Derek Jeter, I want to tell my friend Frank, you know, my friend Frank had a baby girl. He's a daughter now. Well, Jeter's going to have a, a, a baby girl. And his wife, Hannah, who is a Sports Illustrated swimsuit model, she was pregnant. When she shot it, it didn't look like it. I mean, the body was, she looked pretty spectacular to me. And God bless him, man. He said he wanted to start a family. He is going to have a little girl. Yeah. No, he's going to, yeah. That daughter's not going to date till she's 50. Not what Jeter is his dad. Jeter is your dad. He's like, I know. I know what boys want. <laughs> yeah. All right. And you know, hey, spring training, Mets start tomorrow. And Zach Wheeler should be in an innings limit in 2017, could benefit from both pen roll early in the season. And also you have Robert Gesellman and Seth Lugo. They finished the stretch last year, 9-4, and four, with a 2.57 ERA. One of those guys, that's who, they, that's who they're saying right now is up for the fifth spot. You have Thor. You have Harvey. You have, wow, my blanking on names today. Wow. I see their hairs. I see the hair. Yeah. I am I'm drawing blanks today on the Mets pitchers. Folks, you know, it it Mets pitchers. Give me the pitchers. Okay, yeah. Syndergaard, Harvey, Jacob deGrom, Steven Matz. So you got Wheeler, Lugo, and Gaselman could be fighting for the fifth spot. Addison Reed's gonna have to be the closer because Familia is probably going on the 
suspended list for probably, they said, about 30 games. Which brings us to, hey, you know what? The Nets played tonight. Yeah, you know what? Let's Nets lost 112-103 to the Grizzlies. And they are actually discussing trading Brooke Lopez to the Pelicans for a package including Tyreek Evans, who has been injured a lot lately, but was a beast a couple of years ago. And 2018 protected first-round pick, which kind of sucks. You wanted to get a good pick. And this is the thing, too. They want two first-round draft picks for Lopez. This is what the Pelicans are offering. They're also offering Langston Galloway. He's 25. He's making $5.4 million this year. Player option for next season. And Tim Frazier. Now, Drew Holiday's wife had cancer and had to miss... And he took some time off at the beginning of the year. Well, Tim Frazier filled in. He averaged over 11 points and almost eight assists a game as a starter, filling in for Holiday. He's due two $2 million next season. And Brooke Lopez is getting next year 22.6 in his last year of his contract, and then he becomes an unrestricted free agent. And they kind of want to pair a center up with Anthony Davis for the Pelicans. And he's been he's been playing, you know. I feel bad for Brooke Lopez. Sometimes he gets uh, the short end of the stick. Plays hard. Mike Conley had 32 points tonight, six assists. Marcus All, 19 points, nine rebounds, eight assists. Carter had Vince Carter, 40 years young, 14 points. How about that? Lopez had 17 points on seven of 18 shooting, three rebounds, five assists. Luis Scola had four assists. And, uh, you know, Spencer did what he had 17 points and one assist. Nets fell to 9-46, Grizzly 34-23. Grizzly had six players in double figures, shot over 50% from the field, over 40% from threes, won the rebound battle, won the assist battle, turnovers, both teams had 12. Nets won in the paint, 46-44. Nets 13th straight loss, 15th in a row at home, 24th in the last 25 games. Grizzlies had a 16-5 run in the fourth to put it away, but... They outscored him in three of the four quarters. Also, Trevor Booker had 13 points, four rebounds, and plus-minus on the game. Out of the starters, Hollis Jefferson and Bogdanovich, both were plus one. Those were the only starters at a plus, uh, plus on a plus-minus for the game. And the bench, whew, man, all negative. And anywhere from... Uh, Negative eight to negative twelve. Not a good night. Not a good night for the Nets. Nine and forty-six. Twenty-four losses in the last twenty-five games. Yikes. Yeah. Then, then you know we're going to talk basketball. Let's talk about the Knicks. Knicks. You know Peter King said something interesting. He said, "Owners who lose all the time don't get that fans hate them because the team's not winning." And this is the opposite of good business. Going after a former player the fans love. Hence, James Dolan is dipshit, which I agree with. Well, that was my comment, really. Now, before yesterday's win against the Spurs, they had allowed 111 points in their four-game losing streak. And Lance Thomas helped solidify the defense because they've been killed, getting killed on pick and, pick and rolls this whole, this whole season, basically. He brings a defensive, defensive edge per Porzingis. And Carmelo passed Barkley on the all-time scoring list. They gave 20 offensive rebounds yesterday to the Spurs, but the Spurs did shoot 36%. Knicks are 7-20 in the last 27. I mean, and Spike Lee, I loved. He had an Oakley jersey on at the game with a ski cap. I guess it was chilly in there. 
Now, Magic said the Knicks were, Magic Johnson, listen to this, said the Knicks were among the four other franchises wanting to hire him to run the team. Thank God they turned him down. He said, I turned, I turned everybody down. He went back to the Lakers. I, no offense, but I, I don't see him doing, doing amazing work. You know, I, I don't, I don't see that happening ever. No. And MJ and Adam Silver, the, the commissioner of basketball, both spoke to Oakley about a reconciliation with James Dolan, which they said it's going toward that they're going to have a, they're going to get back with each other, you know, and reconcile and he'll be able to come to games, whatever. But, you know, how about uh, Patrick Ewing? They kind of screwed him over with the Knicks, you know? Maybe do something there, huh? And the, you know what they said really helped them, the Knicks said what really helped them was Saturday, they had a three-hour practice and film session, and it helped a lot of players, and the players put their, gave their input too, which, hey, you know, that always helps the team. Now, Kuzminskis is in Hornacek's doghouse because his three-point shooting is not strong enough to offset his defensive breakdowns. He didn't even play on Sunday. He was a DMP. Now, last year, the season fell apart after they were 22-22 and 22 Lance. Thomas went down with a bunch of injuries, and they never recovered. Well, he's back again, and they said he really helps the team, as I said before, and that pick-and-roll's been killing him. And because one of the things that they talked about with the pick-and-roll was is that the bigs are way too back into the paint and that allows the opposing ball handlers to have a lot of room to create. You give a lot of room to create, you know, bam, easy shots, not good. And Carmelo might be playing in the All-Star game because Kevin Love is, has a knee injury, which he's getting checked again. He's having soreness and swelling and all that stuff. Two guys who could have replaced him, Jabari Parker's out with the 20 ACL, and Joel Embiid is out since January 27th with knee issues. Now, Porzingis actually finished sixth in the front court voting ahead of Carmelo, and he's going to be there anyway. And Carmelo would like to go somewhere warm. So what do you think? Let's let Porzingis play in the game. And right now, you know, Islanders won last night. A little hockey, a little hockey. We're talking the Islanders beat the Avalanche last night, 5-1. They're within a point of the last playoff spot in the East. How the season started, how they are now, that's pretty That's pretty sweet, right? And the Coyotes had a Larry Fitzgerald bobblehead night, bobblehead night on Saturday. Listen to this. Now, the Coyotes beat the Fenning champ, the Pittsburgh Penguins, in overtime. Now, number 11 on the Coyotes, Martin Hazel. He put up the Coyotes 2-1 in the second. It was his 11th goal of the season, which is Larry Fitzgerald's number, and came at exactly 11 minutes left in the period. Weird and wild stuff. Weird and wild stuff. Right? Pretty cool, right? I thought that was pretty cool. Now, I always thought this, you know, a lot of players, when they retire from football or other sports, they don't know what to do. Roger Staubach told Steve Young, when you retire, run, don't look back. I kind of agree. And Alabama linebacker Reuben Foster's shoulder recovery expected to be last about four months, but he will be ready for camp. This is per ESPN. He's supposed to go high in the draft. We shall see. I don't, you know, I think you look at the tape of the guy played in college. Hey, he's healthy now. Let him go out there, show you what he can do. Right? Show him what you can do. And Carson Palmer, you know, that you know, he came back, a lot of people were talking, you know, he's done, whatever. The last two years, he's thrown for six hundred and fifty five more yards than Aaron Rodgers. Last two years. Six hundred and fifty five more yards than Aaron Rodgers. You know what? 
They had a bad year, 7-8-1. Next year, they come back. Good things can happen. Now, Kyle Shanahan for the Niners, you think he's ever going to forget that Super Bowl? No. You know why? He said, I remember every single play. I will go over those for the rest of my life. Now, he brought a good staff in. Bobby Turner worked under Kyle Shanahan, helped mentor Coleman and Devontae Freeman this year. Also, Terrell Davis, the Hall of Famer now. I could say that he's the Hall of Famer. He'll be 67 this coming season. Good sage advisor for Kyle Shanahan. And he will be one of the highest paid running back coaches, about 625000 per year. And they're expected to sign, the Niners actually expected to sign the former Jags linebacker coach of the past three years, Robert Sala, 38 years old. He was the, as I said, last three years linebacker coach for the Jaguars. Expected to be the new defensive coordinator for the Niners. Kyle Shanahan, I know you won't forget this, but damn, we got to get back. We have to get the Niners back to the glory days. We do. Now, Patriots, listen to this. I have a couple things in the Super Bowl. Tom Brady took 99 snaps in the Super Bowl. He'd never taken that many in a game. Seven more than in any game he'd ever played in. They only had three possessions in the fourth quarter. They had two touchdowns, two two-point conversions, and a field goal. They took advantage of those. Now, in the first six Super Bowls that the Patriots played with Brady and Belichick, never had a rookie had a pass completed to him. Malcolm Mitchell, six for 70 yards on the game and a lot of big catches in the fourth quarter. And Brady said something interesting, too. He said, this is all I got from Peter King, MMQB. Brady said, defenses have a hard time stopping offenses at the end in every game he's played in the Super Bowl. And I think it's true. And you know what he said was interesting? He talked about how the Patriots had 111 practices in the season. He said it numerous times, but 111 practices. Attention to detail. I love that about him. Now, the OT touchdown by James White was the third was the third two-point conversion on Josh McDaniel's plate chart. They go, who goes three for three in any game, let alone the Super Bowl? Three for three. Amazing. Amazing. Listen to this. Super Bowl 49, Patriots trail by 10 points entering the fourth quarter against the Seahawks. 19 in Super Bowl LI, lie as I like to call it, against Atlanta. In the final 34 minutes, two fourth quarters plus four minutes of overtime, Tom Brady was 34-42, 81% completions, completion percentage, 370 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, 127.2 quarterback rating. That is out of control. Out of control. And listen to this. Nate Solder, the left tackle starter for the Patriots, in the Super Bowl, one sack allowed, one quarterback hit, 11 quarterback pressures. Not a good day for him. Now, Bill Belichick, listen to this. His first win in, of his 227 regular season NFL wins came at Foxborough's. Second game as a Browns coach. 20 nothing over the, over the Patriots in Foxborough, September 8th, 1991. The quarterback for the Pats was the former Syracuse coach, Dick McPherson. The quarterback was Tom Hodson. His first of 26 playoff wins also took place in Foxborough. 2013 over the Pats. New Year's Day 1995 with the Browns. Head coach was Bill Parcells of the Patriots. Quarterback was Drew Bledsoe. He has 263 total wins. Eight from passing Tom Landry, 270 on all-time coaches' victory list. And listen to this. Teams trailing by 25-plus points in the regular season. Listen to this. 2,545 Wait, okay, so wait, we got to think about this. 
Okay, teams leading by 25-plus points in regular season. 2,545 wins. Four losses. Two ties. 2,545 wins. Four losses. Two ties. It shouldn't have happened. Never. And this I found interesting. The Patriots ran the same play, the trips right formation, which is three receivers right, one left, and the Falcons didn't pick it up any of the three times. Every time Brady threw to the single receiver, Mitchell's twice, Hogan once, and the Falcons never picked it up. Guys, you got to get on top of this stuff. You must get on top of this stuff. And this isn't good. Man, Alden Smith has more talent in his damn pinky than I have my whole goddamn body. Suspended Raiders pass rusher Alden Smith. He's invest- being investigated, so it hasn't, he hasn't been arrested for domestic incident. I pray it's nothing. This is via TMZ. I pray it's nothing. Too goddamn talented. And, hey, my, my thoughts and prayers go out to Bill Snyder, diagnosed with throat cancer. Treatment won't affect coaching duties for 2017. Good. Get healthy. Get better. You're too good, good a coach. Too good. Too good for this. And Rutgers just signed a six-year deal with Adidas. Begins July 1st, 2017 through 2023-24 season. All right. Adidas is going to be fitting the whole Rutgers sports program. Go for it, guys. Go for it. Eye the tiger. Eye of the tiger. And tonight, Westminster Dog Show. I I took my mom a couple once. The best part of the show was going to see the breeds below the arena. Cooler than the whole show, in my opinion. It was awesome. But the dogs, it's really cool. Peanut, I'd love to get her in there. But when I was uh, in California, I took her to a dog agent to try to get her a talent agent as a dog. I thought she'd make a ton of money. Well, she wouldn't take food from the guy. That was it. They wanted me to sign her up for obedience classes. Ended the end of the discussion right then and there. And how about this? Over the weekend, did you know this? There was the New York State Pinball Championship was held Saturday and won by Storm. His alias is the alias for Sean Walker, a native New Yorker. He advanced to the national championship held by the International Flipper Pinball Association. Yes, that's a true. That is, this is true. Took place... In a loft on West 20th Street, Steve Marsh, a 55-year-old patent lawyer who owns eight pinball machines of various vintages, Storm won $100 in prize money, and he's off to the Nationals in Mesquite, Texas next month. How about that? And I didn't know this, but in 1942, law law was passed that made pinball machines in public places illegal in New York City because of association with gambling and the mob. And this changed in 1976 when the pinball expert and top player Roger Sharp played for officials to prove pinball not a game of chance. And thanks Corey Kilgannon, New York Times. And, you know, hey, I'm not a, I'm not a huge Bill Simmons fan, but Bill Simmons is team with WWE and he's going to put do an Andre the Giant documentary titled Andre the Giant coming soon to HBO. And I had a, I had a graphic novel about him, Andre the Giant. It was really cool. And I would love, I'm, I'm psyched, I'm psyched for it because he, he lived a very interesting life. And Princess Bride, come on, you loved him in it. And this, I never knew this about John Lynch. Little baseball, little baseball. John Lynch, a pitcher, he started the first game in history of the Florida Marlins organization. They actually took his hat and jersey after the first pitch. Now, Dad said baseball, no injuries, but he said he fouled his heart, loved baseball, but had to have football. I love that about him. And he says he's taken the same line of thinking for taking the GM job. He goes, Pursue it without fear. Hey, you know what? Got to love a guy that says that. Pursue without field, without fear. Now, Major League Baseball wants a 30-second time limit for managers to decide whether or not to challenge on umpire's calls. This is for Jason Stark. Listen, to me, I feel like 
guys, let's put it at the guy at plate and the pitcher. Let's speed up everything. And the Red Sox and Cubs are favorites to win the World Series 92 odds uh, via Bovada in Vegas. I'm like, ah, all right. Russell Westbrook tonight. Hey, man, 17 points, 4 assists, 5 for 19 shooting, 4 rebounds, 4 assists. They got blown out by the Wizards, 120-198 in Washington. John Wall, 15 points, 14 assists. Washington improves at 33-21. OKC falls at 31-25. Spurs beat the Pacers, 110-106. Their 20th straight winning season, longest streak in league history. Kyrie Leonard, 32 points. San Antonio, 42-13. and 13. Indiana, 29-26. Can you believe that? They have 20 straight winning seasons. Unbelievable. Duncan, Duncan retires, and they don't miss a beat. And actually, uh, Curry tonight missed a three-pointer air ball from the corner. They said that never happens. And they were getting blown out in the first half by... I'm sorry, in the second half by Denver. Let me let me let me get an update for all of you folks. Nuggets beat them 132 132-110. And it was it was over early. Yeah, they were down. They were down at the half 79-54. It was a blowout. Durant led with 25. And Hernan Gomez, Billy's brother at 27 points. Nice going. And Jokic had 21 rebounds for Denver. Wow. Wow. Denver Nuggets tied an NBA record with 24 three-pointers. Jokic got a triple-double. How about that? Jokic. 17 points, 21 rebounds, 12 assists. Durant at 25. Curry at 11 on 4 of 18 shooting. 1 for 11 from 3. Not a pretty game, dude. Hey, McAdoo got in 14 minutes, no points. But he got some... Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy for that. Oof. Blow out. Blow out. And boxing. How about this? Deontay Wilder won his case against Alexander Povetkin. He's going to get $4.5 million after jury found Povetkin used PEDs. This is from ESPN. The fight had been set for past May. The $4.5 million purse million dollar purse previously placed in escrow how about that Deontay Wilder he is going to fight I think end of this month he's fighting an ex-USC football player we shall see Manny Pacquiao asked his Twitter followers who to fight next Amir Khan got 48% Kel Brook got 24% well Kel Brook is actually now going to fight for the, his IBA, defending his IBF welterweight title against Errol Spence Jr. May 20th in Sheffield England but really, Manny, you have to go on Twitter to decide who you're going to fight. And strawweight champ UFC, Joanna Nyandratrich. She's going to defend her title against Jessica Andrade, May 13th in Dallas, Texas, UFC 211, which is being headlighted by Stipe Miocic, a heavyweight. He's going to defend his title against Junior Dos Santos, who he had lost to before he won the title. Now, she is now Naya Dreytrich is the pound for pound second second rated ESP, number two on ESPN's female pound for pound fighter in the world. She is actually fifth title defense, seven and zero inside the octagon, two KOs, thirteen and zero overall. And Andrade is sixteen and five. She's a former bantamweight. She's three and zero since going to strawweight, which is under fifteen pounds. 
These girls are badasses, man. Joanna Naya Dreytrich. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck on that front there, little one. Good luck. Good luck to you. Pretty cool, right? Right? I mean, that that's, that's nothing to shake a tail feather at. All right. So now we have... When did mixing little little faux pas with the music right there, folks? But you know what? I'm just so excited that UConn won their 100th in a row. 100 in a row. 100 in a row. Who does that? Okay. Trivia question. Last show. How many quarterbacks have won the 51 Super Bowls so far? 31. 31 in 50, 50. 31. 31 quarterbacks have won 51 Super Bowls. That's pretty crazy, right? Basically, what does it come out to? A little, almost, almost one change per quarterback? All right. Most passing yards by a quarterback since 1970 merger in a postseason game. I know, that's a little wordy. Most passing yards by a quarterback since 1970 merger in a postseason NFL playoff game. All right? Folks, I got to go. Talk to you soon. Peace out. Have a great night.